what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of i am shatoria we are still talking about self-worth and you guys already know this is a place where we talking about love hope forgiveness and a whole lot of faith and today's show again we're still in self-worth but this time i'm with a new individual now let me tell you something about my book here this is my boo boo and i love everything about her personality her energy um and I, I laugh because she's a PK kid. And all of my friends out there who are PK kids or even Deacon kids, we go through some things in life, you know, growing up in the church. Yeah. And I grew up Southern church, you know, you know, with the foot stumping on the floor and everything else. So, you know, that's what I grew up on. But one issue uh, introduced to my girl, Jocelyn, who I'm really, really excited. She out here doing her thing. She's out here. She's a dancer. Um, if you guys remember the show with Nephi on it, guess what? This is her party in crime right here. So <laughs> this is who we was talking about on the show. This one oh, right cool. here. So you know, it was all great things. It's all great things. Um, but yes, Miss Jocelyn Matthew slash Johnson. Um, <laughs> you know, we're we're really excited and especially about this topic, self-worth, what self-worth is. Um I know you can relate, um, as you know, spoke about acceptance, um, and that's something that's really deep rooted for you anyway, which we'll, we'll get into. But one of the biggest things uh, I definitely want to hit on with the self-worth that a lot of people, um, everybody have their own different definitions of it. So mm -hmm. what's your definition of self-worth? Um, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for me. Self-worth, that looks like a lot of things because um, you're listening to someone, seeing someone who didn't love themselves, didn't like themselves, none of that for years upon years. And um, it wasn't until I joined Victory Christian Ministries International, Charles County, um, where I honestly learned myself I mean I'm still learning myself so it's a journey of course it's life so you change every day um but self-worth honestly to me is accepting yourself the way you are so that means like for me I'm very short I'm thick I'm very loud I'm very boisterous and it's like hey this is who I am accept me for who I am or don't um so ex accepting yourself is honestly what self-worth is. Like not beating yourself up when you do something wrong or not beating yourself up because you don't look like somebody on the TV or not beating yourself up because your business isn't thriving the way you want or anything like that. Like just honestly loving yourself and knowing that God created you in his image in your way, so in his way. So whatever he has for you or whatever he created you to be is a-okay. And it's just that good. That's what self-worth is to me in a little short, short, short. <laughs> no, no, I really love that. And, and, and what, here's the thing that I love about you. You are everything that you said that you are. But I, what I love about you from the day I met you, you embrace that. And let me yeah. tell you what stood out with me with you. And I love it. You're bold with certain things. And one of the things you're bold with that I love, I kid you not, it's going to be the most trivial thing, is your lipstick. I love everything that you do. Because you will rock That's your true. purple. You rock black. You don't care. And I'm like, oh, I need that confidence. That's true. But it wasn't always like that. But that's honestly, real, though. Honestly, 
when I cut my hair the very first time in 20, I think I was 18. So I had to be, it was like 2012. I cut it in a Lolo Mohawk. And I was like, eh, I don't like the way it looks. So like a year later, I went to a barbershop and I was like, bro, cut all my hair off. And he was like, well, I said, just cut it all off. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want a piece of hair on my head. And when I cut my hair, I got a lot of backlash. <laughs> my dad didn't like it. My brother didn't like it. My grandfather, rest his soul, didn't like it. Um, a lot of men didn't like it. Like I wasn't, I was never the popular girl looking girl anyway. So it was like a lot of men was just like, uh, you got your, like, you look like a dude. Da, 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 da. Because the person who cut my hair the first time, he gave me a square. So I had a real manly looking haircut. And I was like, people are calling me a man. I need to do something that makes me look back like a woman. So I'm more, that's what the big earrings come in at. And I was like, it's something else that I can do. And somebody, this chocolate, gorgeous girl, she's African, she's from Nigeria. She had on black one day and I was like, oh my gosh, I can wear that. And then that's where the black lipstick started. And then it went from black to purple to pink to blue. I put on every lip. You do. I've seen it. But and hair color. Face it though. Yeah, between my hair color and my lip, Oh, okay, I will say that too, because I've always seen you with, you know, the low hair. So when I saw you post pictures one day of long hair, I said, mm, yeah. color. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope, just not like it like this. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. that's also this question, which you said, I want it all off. What has been the biggest thing that you struggle with? Um, my skin complexion, actually. Really? I, um, I've always been the chocolate girl out the crew. Okay, and you cute, by the way. Miss my chocolate Wow. <laughs> now, as an adult, I, I got, wait, no. I still had the most chocolate, mom. You are out of, out of a lot of us at the church. Out of my, out yeah, out of my, of yeah. You are. Yeah, so as a kid, I had two friends that were very fair-skinned with long hair. And all the boys always wanted to talk to them. The boys always wanted to get their numbers. And I remember people calling me ugly as a kid and I had nappy hair, according to them. Of course, now we embrace the natural, but I had nappy hair, coarse hair. And then I had eczema real bad. So I had like an elephant neck. Kids would pick on me. It was just really, really bad. And so, you know, that saying words don't hurt. That's not They lie. Sticks and stone may break my never hurt you. They lie. Words hurt. Words hurt, especially when you start believing the words that people say over you. Absolutely. So me already feeling ugly with me already not liking my skin tone. And then people telling me I'm ugly and my hair is this and this and this and that. And I was a little thicker because I was on steroids for asthma for like eight years. So I gained all this weight and... My skin to me was dirty because I'm looking at these fair skin girls who are so gorgeous. I mean, to this day, they're gorgeous. But it was just like, why can't I be light skin? Why can't I? Like, it was just really, really bad. So my hardest struggle was my skin tone. Like, I could not stand being dark skin. You hit something hard because that is coming at you. 
we're in 2021 and we're still dealing with that. Absolutely. I mean, look at social media. You got, I love Drake, by the way. I do. I love Drake. But they like Drake has a type. Yep. Sitting has a type. Yep. All these people out here have a type. And these types, unfortunately, are light skin. Yep. Boobs. Boobs. Big boobs. Anyways, they all got a type. Yep. But even in our own culture, as Black women, we disrespect our dark skin. Absolutely. Like it's like, oh, you, oh, you dark, or or you hear them saying, "You pretty for a dark girl." Well, what? Oh my gosh! I first of all, I'm pretty anyway. Shut up. I have had that said to me. I can't even. I I I I lost count. I lost count. Let's put like even between. 2018, 2021, you still heard it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that speaks on where we are as a culture. Absolutely. And I, it's so funny because I, um, I'm about to gain uh, four brothers when I, get married, when I get married at the end of this month. And all of them are so funny because they're like, sis, we love you, but we'll never date nobody your complexion. And to me, it's like, dang, this generation still thinks that way. Now, the youngest, the second to youngest, that's my, that's my baby. He, um, he's more, I don't have a type as long as they love God type thing. And but the, but the the oldest two, as in right underneath my fiance, I never date dark skin. Well, why? I don't even know. Because your aunt docks in. Your grandmother docks in. So why would you never like docks in? I don't even know. I just like light skin. You say that now. But it's always been a thing. My 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 book brother, very, I want a Spanish girl. Okay. Your mother and your sister are both chocolate to the teeth. It's really weird, but honestly, it's to me, it amazes me. It used to make me upset. Okay. You took my question. That was my my question. But it goes back to that. It goes back to that self-worth thing. Like, if I still was dealing with low Mm self-esteem, the comments that my brother-in-laws made would have made me feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. Because I've learned who I am and I'm comfortable in my skin. I don't be like, oh man, that's crazy. Or oh, come on, y'all. Oh man, it's crazy. People still don't like dark skinned girls. Like every person that I've ever dated always said to me, even my fiance, he said to me, You're the dark skin, you're the dark skin girl I've ever met. Well, obviously, I was doing something right because I got a ring. But <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is. An ongoing conversation and to be honest I don't think the conversation is ever going to end because you had the you had the skin tone thing and then you had the weight thing so in mm. my I was going against both I'm dark wow. and I'm thick not thick like big booty no stomach I'm thick big booty big stomach big boobs like, 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 I'm going to get sued. So that self-worth thing was very, very important to me to accept Jocelyn just the way Jocelyn is. Because if you take a look at society, 
and what's on TV, you'll never love yourself. Never. Ever. You know, we, I had a conversation with someone else on the podcast and we talked about the Instagram models and what society consider as a model. And like I told them, I'm a model. I got a whole falupa and I'm okay with it. Um, y'all, you know how I roll. Like, I'm good. Yeah. But, and that's something new that I learned about you. Like, I'm over here like, wait, I thought I knew Jazz. So I, so here's the question to that. Have you freed yourself from these stereotypes? And, I, and have you freed yourself from things that has completely held you down? Or are you really still kind of working on some things? Um, so honestly, life is a journey. So I feel like you're always going to work on something. Right. Even like today, <laughs> I was getting dressed and I was like, ooh, girl, lose a little bit of weight. That stomach not looking too, ooh, what's going on? But it wasn't like the younger me who was like, oh my gosh, I'm so depressed because I'm so big. Or, oh my gosh, I'm about to make myself throw up because I lose weight. Or, oh my gosh, it's not there. So I feel like you're always going to be on a journey. You just have to determine your journey. You have to determine what your journey is going to look like. So for me, my journey started all the way at the rock bottom, like all the way at the rock bottom. Like, yeah. I didn't want to go nowhere. I didn't want to be around my friends. I didn't want any of that. And it wasn't until I got like 20, 23, 24, I was like, bro, what girl? He made you in his image. That's good enough. Forget what anybody else says. Um, so yeah, I had my little moments. Like I said, this one, I was like, oh, you need to, but, but the difference between then and now is I know what I can do to lose the weight. I just choose to be lazy sometimes, which again is on a journey where you have to accept everything. And honesty to yourself is the best reward. Like, yeah, I have to be honest with myself and be like, Johnson, sometimes you lazy. Like, if you sit and eat ice cream all day, you drink some, like, you don't drink your water, you're going to get this is what you're going to do. So, it's definitely not how it was. Um, and I think I thank God for that because now I can help other people. Like I've met so many chocolate girls over my course of life that just can't stand the way they look. I've met grown women who are like, your story impacted me and I'm 52. I'm like... Oh. oh yes you're not the only person that goes through this so Absolutely. that's what it is I mean life is like I said life is a journey so it's not like I wake up every morning and be like oh girl you gorgeous today and it's okay because some days I wake up and be like girl go to the barbershop come on what are you doing or girl put on some new earrings girl put on some earrings like put some chapstick on them lips your lips is chappy but it's nothing like me not loving myself not not one bit so i'm glad to hear about that growth so here's the one thing that um Mm -mm. we all have so is there something that you feel like you need to change about jocelyn not what the world says i mean i agree with you we can be lazy because i have slowed down on my coke drinking literally to where i lost about five pounds from not drinking a coke every day um, and now when I drink a Coke, I get a whole, I have a can and I promise you, I may drink like this much. Literally right now I have drunk drunk this much 
And by the way, I've had this since I've been home. So it's literally like that much. I doubt I drink the rest of it. I just, but I've lost five pounds. That is something for me. I know Tori needs to change. Tori has a fupa because I've had a hysterectomy. Um, For me, my body's a little not proportioned the way I want to. I've had a kid. I've breastfed. Things happen. I'm not doing no type of cosmetic nothing to nothing. Right. Right. So, um, what would you change if you wanted to change something? Would you even? Physically wise, no. I mean, other than like tone my stomach, no. Um, for me, mine is more hmm, um, spiritually, financially, being an entrepreneur. That's that's where my like birthing businesses and they're thriving and not being lazy and stopping them because I'm not getting what I want or because I've spent so much money and haven't got anything back or looking at someone else's business and they're thriving and I've taught them what they know, but their business is booming. Oh, the guy talking. Okay. Yeah. Like that's where my, if I can change, it will be, I've, I've worked on the physical. Okay. Now it's time for me to work on the mental. Where, I, I, I like that. I I I, I appreciate where, that. Yeah, where it's like Jocelyn, uh, so like <laughs> our pastor, I was about to say mine, but our pastor. Our pastor, yes. Always um we had to have a conversation a couple of years ago because she was like, You think you don't deserve good things. And I was like, say that to me. Like, what? What do you mean? Why do I, what are you talking about? And it wasn't until I got home and just cut everything off and the Holy Spirit just started talking to me. He was like, no, what she said is right. You don't think you deserve to be a wife. You don't think you deserve to be a mother. You don't think you deserve to be a successful entrepreneur. You don't think you deserve the great things. You don't think you deserve whatever, whatever. And it wasn't until me and the Lord had to have a conversation where he was like, if I did, if I brought it to you, I'm faithful and just to do it. And that's what it is. And it wasn't until we had that conversation where, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes I still go back and be like, what? So even like me about to get married in 30 days, I'm like, Lord, are you sure I'm supposed to have a husband? Am I supposed to be? What are we talking about here? Like, the Bible said. <laughs> the Bible said. What did he say? He that found of a wife. Hmm. That's very like, These are the these are the things that goes on up here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to get the mental together. Yeah. Because I mean, each part is different. So you have spiritual, you have mental, you have physical, you have emotional. You have it. It, it breaks down so much. Um. But that was that would be the thing that I would change about Justin. My mental awareness what I think on what I don't think on um especially for someone who like myself dealt with anxiety thank the lord I haven't had anxiety attack in a year but definitely anxiety attacks I've you know attempted suicide in 2018 like mental health is real so definitely an ongoing battle of your mental health um is where 
where I would want to change something about myself, honestly. Even though this question is not on there, which is something that you said, do you feel like when it comes to the mental side and you're asking yourself, man, do I deserve to be a wife and those things? Do you think that goes back to that that little girl that was told she was too dark, she's too big? Um, twofold thing. I think it's a twofold thing because I um definitely experienced the low self-esteem with my skin thing, but I think that journey has healed. So I think that is okay. I know for me, my previous relationship, I was my husband. And I thought that we were going to have children. I thought we were going to live in this big house. This is the stuff that we talked about. This is the stuff we prayed for. He was a church boy. So like, it was, it was really like, oh my gosh, God, thank you. This is going to be my husband. We were together for six years. Talk like that. And then Honey Boo Boo just cheated and then kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And like a special child, I kept staying. And I was like, this isn't going to work. Because if you're cheating on me, why we're not even married? Right. Jesus is like, everything you've been praying for. And it goes back to this. Who knows what you're going to do? Mm. So that's where the marriage thing, and at the end of the day, I'm a product of a divorce family. So it was like, I was dating somebody who was going to be my husband. He cheated on me multiple times. And then while I'm dating him, my parents get a divorce. Somebody who's been together for 20 years, they just don't no no warning no nothing they just oh all right okay cool well you know i think that was warning i think you know we as kids we or even as people we missed those signs well it wasn't no side story and if it was again i didn't me and my brother didn't see but even as that me even getting married was a healing process because I didn't want to get married. I, I, it, it just wasn't something that I wanted. So I think that the little girl played a part in it before my healing. Now, now, if I wasn't healed from that, <laughs> it would be a yeah. mess. <laughs> but that definitely is it. And not even that, my fiance is a product of a divorce family. Correct. So I, even when we start talking about marriage, I'm like, you sure? Because we both. But that's a generation of curses that. Yeah, absolutely. And both of our, one of our parents on both sides are remarried. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, but we are making a decision that that stops there. Divorce is not an option. I told him, I don't care what he do. I ain't going to say I don't care what he do, but. <laughs> We it's not I'm not gonna give up that easy because if I stand before God and I stand before because forget the people if I stand before God and I say to a death do us part, that's what I mean. So somebody gotta die. Somebody now buy the bag for somebody. You cheat on me, I might do it myself, but somebody let's go. (laughs) So here's this question. 
what is it that Joss, with everything you've been through, the things that I've learned today, mm-hmm. what is it that Joss love about Josh? What, what is it about you that you love about you? Um, that I'm authentically myself. Like, I've accepted that I, this is me. Like, <laughs> me trying to be somebody else is too much work. Me trying oh, to work yes. all the time. It's That's too- an extra job that we ain't getting paid for. I don't got time for it. It's stressful. It's draining. I don't like it myself. And I always tell people if I'm not like this one, because that either means I'm sick or I'm about to move somebody's butt. So I honestly, like, I love that I'm myself without limits. Like, you cannot put a limit on me. You can't either you gonna love me for me, or you're not gonna like me at all. And the people who don't like me at all, I, I love you. God bless you. Um, but authentically myself, like I'm good with me. I love that. Like I'm just in awe right now because <laughs> I've known you since 2018 and I've watched yeah. you grow. And like I said, you're a bubbly attitude to where the things that you're saying, I would not have never known. No, I, I love everything about your skin comfort. I love your boldness. Like I said, mm-hmm. you are like, I'm popping blue lipstick today, be at church and be like, yes, nope. and be okay with it. Nope, that wasn't, that wasn't me. If you would have, if you would have met me, I want to say that was 20, 2012, 2013, 2012. You would have been like, who's this girl? I was mean. Oh. People still say I'm, they, they say no, I'm, you're not mean, you're just very, they say I'm uh, direct. Um, but I was mean, I was very like, don't talk to me, why are you looking at me? I was a fighter, like, I would punch people in their face and just keep it moving. Like, oh, okay, we honestly, because but that goes back to not accepting yourself. So, if I don't know myself, why would I treat anybody better because I don't know myself? Like, that doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, remember oh my gosh what was, I think I was watching the real and they said something like oh maybe it was a tv show I don't know but either way they were oh it was the red table talk and Jada was talking about how she loves herself she's getting to love herself now because if she cannot love herself she cannot love her kids Will Smith her mama her anybody so that's where it was for me like if I can't love myself I can't love my husband. I can't love my children. I can't love my parents. And even the, uh, I was about to say his name. My fiance and I um, are going through premarital. And at the beginning of premarital, my pastor was like, yo, because I know your stuff, you better be in therapy before you be married to somebody else. Work on yourself. Because if you don't work on yourself, you're going to take that into a marriage. And he's going to be like, what's wrong with you? What's, what's up with you? Put down to our pastors out there because they show said it, yes. They do. They they amazing. Like, she's going to be like, what's wrong with you? And not even that. When you start carrying children, you're going to have that inside of you. What, what's, what's going on? What you doing? Because and all of that transfer over to them and then they come out exactly. like Exactly. And the crazy thing was when she said it, I knew exactly what she was talking about. It didn't have anything to do with me as a person. It had everything to do with my soul the people I was attached to in my soul that shouldn't have been in my soul, them soul ties is real. Hmm, the soul ties is the real thing, y'all. Real thing for a Soul ties is real. That's that soul mess. 
the heart, being bitter and angry and having unforgiveness. Story talking about unforgiveness all the time. Having all that. She talking about those things. She ain't talking about this. And I was just like, wow, cool. Okay, cool. Got in therapy right away. We started dealing with stuff. And even from that little conversation, I've seen my own growth and how I react towards people and how I interact with my fiance or how I interact with my brother or how I interact with my friends. It's just different responses that I normally would give and don't give anymore. Or the very simple thing of learning how to say no. Well, you know, no has become a big word in my vocabulary. I've learned how to say that and actually have a smile on my face when I do it. And don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad. None of it. No, I that's the hardest thing for me. That was the hardest thing for me. And I am marrying somebody who does not mind saying no. He sure don't. <laughs> he doesn't mind saying no. So somebody say something. Hey, can you do it? No, she's not doing it today. I'd be like, yes, I, I could go. No, she's not. And even from the point of, I have to learn how to be submissive and be like, he said, uh, he said no. Okay. See, I, I love him because I know if I say Johnson needs to go eat, he'll say yes for me. <laughs> he be like, it's Tori. He'll say yes for you, but somebody else he'd be like, no. No. Say but he, no. Say no. He, here's the thing that I love about him that I have mad respect for and your relationship is he knows the heart of people so he knows who needs to be in your circle. Absolutely. And he can read a heart real quick. Can't be like, that ain't it. Absolutely. I have lost. I'm not even going to say lost. I have. God has removed. Yes, because you didn't lose nothing. You That's learned from it. God has removed so many people mm-hmm. in my life. It still blows my mind to this day because it goes back to self-worth. <laughs> and, it, it, and it does. And remember, we had this conversation. It really does. It goes back to do you love yourself enough that you will allow God to remove whoever? Not that, do you trust God enough? Do you trust him with your, well, do you trust him with your life? So he can remove these things. So he can remove this. And then the crazy thing is, the way that our God works is he knows what's going to happen ahead. So he already knew that this that person was going to be removed. This is going to happen. This is this. Da, da, da. But it's up to us to make a decision on which path we're going to take. If I would have said, all right, Lord, you know what? I don't want this person, that person, this person to do this. Da, 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 da. Self-destruction probably would have been the other option. So you can either do self, Lord, Holy Spirit, and me and Jesus kicking it. Or you could go self-destruction and you would have the hell of the Holy Spirit behind you. And you almost ain't there at hell because you done went the wrong way. I don't want to be that here you go, Jesus. Here you go. I want to be that person. So, Lord, have your way. So, now with that, let's talk about a tough subject with that. Uh-oh. Self-imaging. Self-imaging is becoming a real thing. Because let's be honest, we got filters for days. Now, look. True. I have no problem using some filters every now and then. However, come. 
I am a natural girl. Um, I've learned to embrace my crown with my mm-hmm. natural. Today is great mm-hmm. because I had to be in uniform. There are moments where I don't put on makeup. And then there's moments I put on some foundation. Like today, I have on foundation. Nothing much, really. But And then there's some days I ain't wearing nothing. Right. Self-imaging has come so important because when you see magazines and everything else, a lot of things are covered. And, you know, someone was like, would you take a picture naked for your, you know, for myself, nothing to give out. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Because my scars are absolutely <laughs> embraced at this point in my life. I have scars from giving birth. I've had six surgeries. Yeah. My choice, but I've had six surgeries. And, you know, every, I, I will wear two piece done it and would do it. as my fact i did it for same. my last reunion i had a two-piece on same sure did you know i'm like you there was things about my body i didn't like um i won't lie my forehead was one of them hating my forehead it's a five head you know it's it's big it's big I can't. Why did you stick the hands? Well, I have a little one. I only can fit three fingers. I, I have literally a big one. And my baby has one too. So, you know, <laughs> I embrace it though, because back yeah. in the day, I had to have a bang. It wasn't no question, it wasn't no nothing. I needed a bang. Like I had a bang. I'm telling you, it was a bang. But now I'm like, I love everything about me. I love my forehead. I love my short eyelashes because they are short. Mine too. Um, I love the the little marks I have on my face because those are my yep. bowels from back in the yep. day. I love my little flupa that I got yep. in the stomach. And no, I ain't trying to tone it. Guess what? I'm losing weight, but I ain't about to tone that and don't care what people right. say. I got a little flat exactly. right now, but you know, shaky, shaky. It's cool. So I'm with you. So self imaging is coming up a really big thing. When you are me and you both on social media a lot, and we see a lot of. Instagram models and those type of things. What is your thought process with the self-imaging, especially someone who's gone through the self-work and trying to love on themselves? When you see these young ones out here trying to do what society says, what does that do for you? Because you are a mentor to a lot of young ladies. Your old face right now. Because it really, it really makes me sad, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because where the times that we live in, everything is on social media. Absolutely. Let's just be honest. It's just, if you don't have 150 million likes, if you don't have 10K followers, if you don't have- You ain't nobody. If you don't have this, if you don't have that, you're not popular, you're not pretty, you're not handsome, you're not cute, you're not any of this. And it's so interesting because- (laughs) Dee and I were just having a conversation about our children and our future children. And if, you know, they just came and said, mom, dad, something about their skin or something about a cell phone or something about the LBGT community or because that's thrown in there too. Correct. We were like, how will we respond? Mm. And we both just looked at each other. And just like, What would you do first though? I don't even know. Right. Because, I mean, of course, Holy Spirit. That's my number one. But I don't know. Only because it's out there. 
And it's like, as much as you're going to try to protect your children, your eye gate, my own eye gate at 31, it's like, what do we do? So with this self-imagery thing, it, it, it really hurts my heart where I just be like, I, I just have to get off because I want to comment, but then you don't want to offend nobody. But then it's like, well, I mean, maybe you should be offended because maybe you should get together or maybe you should just, you know, like say something like this girl I know, I've known her since she was a little girl and now she's 19 and she posted something on her story. I don't think she knew I was at her close friends and she posted something on her story and I called and I was like, yo, what's up with that? Oh, dang, I thought you, I thought it was in my close friends. Well, I saw it. Yeah, but I thought you wasn't in my close friends. I'm in it. I saw it now. What are we going to do about it? What's meant for you to see? What are we going to do? Well, I mean, to this day, Miss Jocelyn, I'm still Miss Jocelyn. But Miss Jocelyn, I really wasn't trying to, I, I was just trying to, I, you don't even know what you thought. That's why you stuttering. Trying to get likes. So, so what, what's happening? Well, I just thought if I posted it, I can get a date or something, or maybe somebody. I said, so, and I, I don't have time to beat around the bush with people. I really don't. So I was like, so what if somebody screenshotted that and followed you? Sex trafficking is real. You be putting your location up. Why? So somebody can come and find you? I need you to think. Well, I just, no, it's not an I just anything. I need you to think smart and not think society. Mm. Think safety and not think about likes. That's <laughs> not like, I need to write that down. We need like, smart, not society. Honestly. I'm so going to quote you. Honestly. While you're playing, I'm going to go ahead. And even though we're recording, it's going to be on Facebook in a minute. Um, Honestly. Honestly, because what are, what are we doing? Like, even for me, I talked to one of my friends. She travels a lot. She's also a dancer. She just opened up her dance company. She travels a lot because that's what she likes to do. And so I talk to her often. And of course, because she's my friend, I know her schedule. So like, I know when she leaves. I know when she come back. I know where that's our little thing. I land safely, my apartment, I mean, my hotel number is, this is what we do for safety-wise. But I asked her, I said, why do you always post your stuff when you come back? Like, why you always wait? She'll wait like two weeks to post her pictures and post videos she took. And I'm like, why do you do that? She's like, safety. If I post somewhere, me in Jamaica, and I live in Maryland, somebody knows the values in my house, they can break into my house. Somebody knows I'm out of town, they can do something stupid. And it wasn't until she said it, and I was like, dang, that's smart. So that goes back to the location thing. And I think it all, that self-imagery, bring it back, goes to that same thing where we just have to learn how to not live by social media. Although we are in a society of social media, 
you don't have to live by social media. Are you going to let the world dictate the way you live? Or are you going to let the Holy Spirit guide you on who you need to impact and who you need to like live and do and whatever for Like that's where, that's where I come in at. No, I really think that's dope. And it, and I am going to post on there and I'm going to quote you. Uh, we need to be thinking of safety, not, not, uh, yeah. not society because that's smart. Really yeah. We need to think smart, not society. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I do agree with your friend because I usually post. So if I'm on a trip by myself and Ron is at home, I usually post like the day I'm coming home or like the next day. Um, now, if we all are out, you won't see me post until after we all get back. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I thought that was so smart. Yeah. And in fact, I still ain't posted pictures from my class reunion. Um, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. Because I don't give anybody the indication. Now, like I said, if I'm by myself, right. I may be out and I may tag because right. guess what? Somebody's at my house. So right. now if we all go, yeah, it's a possibility you may not see too many posts. Right. You shouldn't. And you may not want to cut in my house. <laughs> Probably not, but you know. So with that, um man in here. I yeah, yeah. The big boy. And he plays no games. So, you know, that's no my games. brother right there. My little brother right there. You know, y'all my little sister. No games. That's like random. See, we just talking. So I was like, babe, can I go to New York to go see somebody in concert? I'm going to go with the girls. <laughs> no. I said, you got to come. Absolutely. No problem. Hey, girls. Uh, we're going, but. D is too. He's going to. So, you know, so me and Ron, and I know this is so off topic. Me and Ron have this thing that we do. If I am out without him, I have a rule where, especially if I'm out of town, I will send him my location. Girl, we got each other's locations regardless. Yeah, he, I send him my location of where, um, and he already knows it. But if I'm driving back from one point to the next point, and again, we're not together, I, he knows my estimation time and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, we don't play them games. We have our location. It's so funny because, again, off topic. But it's so funny because people be like, my, my man be asking for my location. He's crazy. Baby, I don't got no problem. But you didn't know. This is where I'm at. Here. There are four people that know where I'm at at all times. My fiance, my mother, my godmother, and one of my friends. At all times, if I got my phone, you know where I am. And it has nothing to do with being trusted. It has nothing to do with trust. It has nothing to do with, oh, Lord, I'm going to watch him and see what he doing, see what he going. It ain't even got nothing to do with that because, honestly, we be forgetting that we got each other's locations. It's all for safety. If I was supposed to be at, at uh, at A and my location say I'm at C, there's a problem. You, somebody at A better be explaining why I'm at C because he come in and it's not going to be. He know my locations be changing, but he just sees where I'm at. Like, all right, she's still in the facility. So A through Z gonna be jacked up because if I'm not at A, when I so before we go, what is the most important thing about you and your life that you want people to know though? Hmm. I have no idea. Um I'm like sign on you right now. So that was a good question. What's something that I want people to know? 
I mean, I have a couple of words for you. Um, Honestly, I don't even like being in the forefront, honestly. You don't, but... I, but that wasn't always there. I get that from that's that's the man I'm about to nail. He can't stand being in the front. Okay, so let's answer this question then. For example, me, things that people don't know about me is that I am shy. You are in front of big crowds. Crazy a lot of people don't know that because they're like, well, you just have a conversation, you're cool. I can do that. With one yeah, on yeah I'm the same. I'm just saying, I don't like being put on the spot. That part. Big crowds, I'll be like, mm. I literally break out in hives. Being in the military, we have to do ceremonies and they give you scripts. I'm not it. I'm not the one. I don't want to do it. I don't like center attention. But you don't have a problem doing all these parties for yourself. Because mm. I can move around. Something that people don't know about me. I don't like being alone. Oh. Oh. Mm. that's for another show okay i don't like being alone okay like when i moved into my when i moved into my apartment by myself i was tripping really i I was the total opposite though is it what you said to all those who's already read my book um and as you guys remember jocelyn was my my host for my book lunch um crazy thing is I've always been alone physically and mentally until I got married. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with it, except for I needed a temporary person for a second. And then I got yeah. tired of it. It's like, okay, I need you to go. I need my space. Yeah, no. I don't like being, okay, let me not say I don't like being alone. I don't like being alone with myself probably after the 48 hour mark mm-hmm. so you got a cat yeah i got a cat okay. after the 48 mark oh i don't know well, we're gonna have to be we're gonna have to have some conversation <laughs> i see that now i don't um, i don't yeah i mean i know what it is now now that i'm in therapy we're we're actually that right now um because she asked me something and i was like yeah i don't like being my mouth Okay. It's not being by myself, like in the car. No, I don't even like being in the car by myself. I can do that by myself. I actually enjoy that. I really do. Um, actually, yeah, I do that. I like being in the car. Actually, I like, I could be upstairs by myself. I can, no. I'm okay by myself. I, no. I'm good not being disturbed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. no. But another conversation. No. Um, with that though, as we get ready in, how can you tell everybody to contact Josh? Because do understand, Jocelyn has a dance company. Jocelyn is a dancer herself. She also does graphics. She does oh my gosh, Atoya! Okay, so this is what we'll do, guys, because she has a lot of like ways to contact her. Just look in the description box. If you need some graphics done, you want some dance lessons, she's in it. Okay, Atoya. Yes, I do it all, guys. She do it all. So I'm an author. And yes, yeah, she is an author, by the way. She her book was published way before mine. So we yes. So uh Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. And it's always great to have you know different streams of income. And oh, her fiance and her, they both be out here taking photos and making commercials because oh, by the way, they've done my photo shoot, they've done today photo shoots. Um, they've done my commercial for my brand. All right, Shatoria. All right. See, 
She don't like being put on the spot, guys. As you I guys. don't like being put on the spot. I love it, though. I love being that friend. So, anywho, to everybody listening and watching, we thank you guys for joining us today. You already know how I do it. I am Shatoria. Check me out at IamShatoria.com for upcoming events, future podcast shows that are coming up. Um, also, do know you can hit me up on the um, I am underscore Shatoria for the IG do know we got soul for Sundays, motivation Mondays, winning Wednesdays. So we're always trying to do something. And uh, <laughs> more podcasts, you know, we're dropping them on Tuesdays. We are in the middle of season three. You guys know how I do. I always tell you that, you know, I don't like saying goodbye. We don't say it. We say see you later. So as always, we walk in love, we live fiercely, and we always have a whole lot of faith. Okay. Love you guys. Talk to you guys later. later.